And Close to the Mark podcast is back again this week with episode 7.5. You know, usually we're, uh, we're out here for you guys giving our thoughts, our opinions on the happenings, the weeks in the world of wrestling leading up to recording our show. We're trying something a little bit different this time because there's an event coming up tonight, the Money in the Bank pay-per-view, and we're here to preview it for you and tell you what we think of the event happening on the WWE Network tonight, June 17th. So this is the Money in the Bank preview show on Close to Mark. I'm Charles. Corey here. And you get a double dose of us this week. Welcome all of it to drink it in, man. Free of charge. All we ask is that you continue to support us, share the podcast, let people know that you get, not only do you get the best wrestling content out there, sometimes you even get more than you were expecting. (laughs) Usually. Always. (laughs) We deliver. We definitely deliver. Um, So we have uh, the Money in the Bank uh, pay-per-view coming up tonight. Um, Obviously, uh, you know, there's a, a, a pretty big card. For this, uh, it's what ten matches? I think they just cut it down to nine because they moved the Bludgeon Brothers to the pre-show. Okay, I think I, I know they moved the Bludgeon Brothers to the pre-show. I'm not sure if it was at eleven before that. Do we have the match card pulled up? No. All right, let's I'm do. I'm working on it right okay. now. Though. I was gonna say let's do that so we can, but we'll run through real quick what the matches we know for sure are. Yeah. Oh, it is the pre-show. Okay. So the pre-show we got we got. Bludgeon Brothers versus Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. The Good Brothers. The Good Brothers. Super weird because the dude asked, uh, is your hot Asian wife going to be there? No, is she going to watch? Is she going to watch? Yeah, he said, don't let your kids watch. Yeah, that's super weird. Tell her to watch. Yeah, that's like creepy. Especially, I don't understand what the Bludgeon Brothers are anymore. Because if you think about it... The Bludgeon Brothers shouldn't have a Twitter. Exactly. They're they're hills have eyes, people. Yeah. Probably inbred. I don't think the Texas Chainsaw Massacre would have been improved if, like, at the end of the movie, Tweet. when they were hiding from Leatherface, they got, like, a bing, little phone yeah, alert. Yeah, I see you. Yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. Hashtag, you're gonna die. Yeah. Like, that's just kind of weird. Like, you can't, I feel like you can't take your smartphone out that's capable of having a Twitter, so it's not like an old flip phone. Like, hashtag, I'm gonna wear your face. Just doesn't Exactly. Matter. So, like, it's, it's gotta be at least, like, an iPhone 6 or 7. Yeah. You know, S phone, S7. Yeah. You know? And so I just feel like this dude that lives in the woods is incest, and he wears a sheep mask when he goes out. Mm-hmm. Doesn't stop into the T-Mobile store asking for the cell phone. Yeah. And then he definitely doesn't download Twitter, make an account. It is, what, what are they, like, what What do they call that? Like, it's, it's, uh, Weird. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, I'm with you, but it's like, um, it's an anachronism to, th- to even Hold think. Hold on, good word. Thank you. Great word, But man. it's an anachronism to even think of the Bludgeon Brothers having a phone. Yeah. Cause like, do you can you think of the Bludgeon Brothers driving a car? No, they walk. Like, what car? Like, that's exactly right. Yeah, they like, walk. They are the dudes. They who drag the thing. Walk them. really slow. Real too. slow. Like, they're the dudes that like you can get into a car, get to the airport, get on a plane, fly somewhere else, and, and try to get up. on with a life. And they're just walking, yeah. dragging a sledgehammer straight towards you, wherever you are in the world. All the time. They will walk through the ocean, across the ocean floor, walk out of the 
onto the beach, seaweed all over them. Keep continue chugging. walking. Camel style. Yeah. Always 80%. Never stop it. Yes. And you just, and 11 years later, They'll they find show you. up. Yeah. Yeah, I feel so like. So they don't have a car. If you found their compound, I think all right, there is like a 1997 F-150 covered in rust. Uh-huh. The hood's open. And when you tried to get away from them, but it never you hopped in it, but it definitely does not start. It, it hasn't never, started. It never belonged to either of them. No, it was just there. Yeah. It's just always been there. When they bought the house, which is incredible thinking them sitting down and signing the paper they to buy a house. They talked to a realtor. <laughs> yeah. They said, we'd like to make an offer. Yeah. Now, I mean, the market in the hills here is kind of weak. Yeah. So yeah, I'll we, kill you if we're you say no. putting down a cash offer. Yeah. We we really hope they're coming down on their asking price a little bit, because yeah. three hundred dollars for this shack is a lot. Yeah. And ask them if the F one fifty comes with it. Yeah, because that's a big deal to us, remember, even though we don't drive. Remember, all of this land is supposed to be haunted. All of it. Yeah, which we actually kind of like. Yeah, but yeah, don't, don't tell, tell them, them that. Just <laughs> point for us. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> so we like to offer two hundred and seventy dollars cash out the door, and we will kill their family after. Of course, well, yes. that's a lot. Yeah, you know, after taxes. So yeah. really, we're we're asking you to pay us about seven hundred bucks, and we'd like to we'd like a quick closing, very <laughs> quick. And I want you guys to sit in the other room when it's working. If you have words for me, yeah, you know, you can say it through the wall, yeah. Because I don't really like sitting face to face with people, yeah. And, just, and I'm going to wear my sheep mask, <laughs> and my brother Eric's going to come. The master with us. bedroom have an eastern facing window. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! Yeah, I mean that's so, probably how it sounded though. Yeah, that's. I mean, I just feel like I think that would be a good like YouTube being, channel. Being the guy at T-Mobile, that's like what a day, man! Like upgrading the Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, like what a weird line. So I'm in line, and I'm tech savvy. Yeah. Like, hey, man, I got this S8 Plus. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to upgrade to the S9. He's like, okay, you know, swipe your card. Let's do the transactions deal. You're, and he keeps right. seeing behind me. You're, you're. Like, keep looking over me. Or he's like, hang on a second, sir. I'll, I'll get you upgraded to the S9 in just a moment. You're right behind the bloody pig man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I look over and they're just like looking at me. And I imagine it sounds like, <laughs> like Vader. And I'm just like, I'm just like, uh, no worries. Take your time. Yeah. And they don't say okay, but I think they acknowledge me with a nod. But yeah. definitely, definitely, definitely a down nod. Not an yeah. up nod. They're not just like, what up? They're yeah. like. Yeah. You know, I feel like it's very subtle. Mm-hmm. You know, but they acknowledge me. Right. And then the dude is nervous, of course, because he's checking out these weird dudes. Mm-hmm. So they leave the store with their phone. Luke uh, Luke Harper is very, very slowly drinking some cucumber water. Oh, absolutely. I think, I just want to understand, like, it would be so weird watching him open the phone. Yeah. Like, do they remove packaging like a regular person? Do they have, I, do they have AirPods under the sheet mask? Oh, man. Think about getting ready if they have AirPods. Like, think about if you put their entire get-up on, mm-hmm. realize they didn't put their AirPods on, have to take the whole thing off, put the AirPods on just to put it back in. Yeah. What a... Oh, man. That, that's, that's not this, easy. This is why I like the buds that have the sport clips, yeah. too. Because, you know, if one of those pods pops out inside the sheet oh, mask, it's a pain. Yo, killing people is not the most inconvenient thing they do. Not with all the new technology. All this new technology I is mean, just killing them. Yeah. Man. And it's got to suck, too. It's like, you know, when you're, like, everywhere you go, 
you have to walk there dragging a sledgehammer slowly behind you. Slowly. But it's like you get Google, Google Calendar alerts that say like, hey, you have to murder this dude in Chicago tomorrow yeah. night. And it's like, well, oh. it's not tomorrow night. You got to murder him December 3rd, but you got to leave in an hour. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, exactly. That's what oh, I'm saying. Like man. you're getting all these calendar alerts and stuff coming up. Like, and it's like, oh, I'm to move. Yeah. I read a good Would You Rather question. It said, would you rather have a million dollars do whatever you want with it. Or a hundred million dollars and a man is chasing you, walking at one mile per hour, knows your exact location to kill you all the time. Um, I'd be I mean, okay, yeah, I'd take the hundred. But you I mean you gotta you gotta stay in your P's and Q's, he's just always on you. Yeah. I was gonna say like maybe that's what happened to Anthony Bourdain, but I feel like it's too soon. Too soon. Jeez, oh yeah, I'm sorry. last episode we talked about how good it was. God. That's Charles, guys. That's I'm not, sorry. I'm just, listen, if someone's asking show and they're like, we're going to bring these guys on board and that's a deal breaker, yo, I'll ditch him. Mia culpa. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, dude. He's, I mean, honestly, though, he'll probably come with yourself. Yeah. You know? But, so who who, who you calling for that one? You got the Bloodsburg, look, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. Yeah, I don't see. I mean, I'd love it if we were getting some kind of surprise and the Good Brothers were winning the titles. I think the Good Brothers could work a great program with the Bar and several other tag teams on SmackDown right now. I don't see it happening. I don't think, I think it's too early. I think they did give us a hint. If you look at the title here, it's a Bludgeon Brothers versus Carl Anderson and Luke Gallows. But pay attention to the spelling. Gallows is spelled G A L L L L L L O W S. I think that might be a hint. <laughs> He's gonna get a Lyles. Yeah, and it starts starts in. tonight. Yep. Okay. And then so what? Post mark podcast. We're calling one unit. Bludgeon Brothers. Bludgeon Brothers. Here's Bludgeon the catch Brothers. of this show. We have to be in each one by the time we're done. Okay. Okay. Sounds fun. Next match. Bobby Lashley, Sami Zayn. Okay. I'm disappointed in everything, and I prefer not talk about it. I'm yeah, going what, Bobby Lashley. What kind of match is it, though? Is it an obstacle course match? Is it a sisters in a dress match? What's the gimmick? No, those were the prelims. Uh-huh. It's now a standard wrestling match. They decided Hang to on have a second. the obstacle How do you course? have a standard wrestling match that you build to with an obstacle course and, and men in drag? Well, usually what happens is you lose the wrestling match and then you do something humiliating for your professional career. Uh huh. But these guys are innovators. Right. So they figured they would do something. Get the garbage out of the way yes, first. Yes, they would do okay. something terrible for their professional career and humiliating before the wrestling match. Uh huh. I think Meta. this could be the worst match of the year for Sami Zayn. I think it's going to be, and I think it's going to be the worst match of Bobby Lashley's return. Um, that's a strong possibility because he has to be in a singles match by himself. Uh, Which hasn't and, happened yet. And I would imagine they probably have at least uh, eight or nine minutes allowed for this match. So uh, here's a great opportunity, though, if you're a glass half full, half empty kind of guy. This is going to be his first singles match since he came back, yeah. right? So it's going to be his best or his worst. Yeah. I'm going worst. I'm going worst. Yeah. We're cynical. Yeah. This is what you've turned us into, Vince. Yeah. Thanks, man. I mean, I, I just don't see, like, I don't see... I don't see how we entertain. I, I, I thought that the storytelling with Bobby Lashley had a, a direction to continue to make him seem like part of the upper echelon of wrestlers on Raw. They had him in, in tag team matches with Braun and with Roman, and I thought they were trying to put him on that level and establish in the fans' minds that Bobby Lashley is up there with Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns. And then we got too comfortable. And, uh, and, us. and, and we got an interview segment where he talked about his weird, weird childhood. Super weird. We got the Sami Zayn, this is your life, this is your family, these are men dressed in drag. And they managed to do worse than what was before that one, the worst yeah. one ever. Yeah. So two 
of the worst wrestling segments. This is a great example about learning from your mistakes, people. This is a life lesson. Yeah. Not a wrestling lesson. Yeah. They did This Is Your Life with Bailey Alexa Bliss. Well, because... And it was the worst segment in the history of wrestling possible. Because Vince McMahon is convinced that the one with Mankind and The Rock was the greatest wrestling segment ever. Agreed. So, like, obviously you just repeat that formula... And you just plug random wrestlers into it and you get the... But what I'm gambling is the creative team was different back then than it is now. Yeah. So you know with your current staff, you guys... And last time they did it... I'm also life, guessing that nobody nobody reacting to these segments is anywhere near as good as The Rock. Yeah, I agree. How many years are between these? Between The Rock and this and the Legless Bailey? 10, oh, 15, 20? Uh, 15 at least. All maybe right, a little so bit 15 more. 15-year break between. Yeah. So 15 years later... Like I was talking about last episode, they put it in the oven. They said, we'll bring it back. Yeah. They forgot to keep the oven warm. It's cold. Right. right? So they deliver the worst segment in the history of wrestling potentially. Yeah. And here's where the life lesson comes. That would comes be like if I said, you know what was really, really good? Was Pizza Hut Pizza back in the 80s. And I know you never got to try Pizza Hut Pizza back in the 80s. But I've got some Pizza Hut pizza from the 80s, a this trunk of my car. Man. Try this. Try this. <laughs> and of course, it's and horrible. And you said, it's not that good. <laughs> and I said, but it was so good back in yeah. the 80s. And this is where the story gets deeper. Here's a life lesson. And then a month later, I come back over and Charles says, you know what? I was thinking about it. It was June of 1980 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that the pizza was good and I found out that mine was from January yeah. but the good news is it's June I kept now. one from each month <laughs> well, and I have a June one and it's June now so try that yeah it's good and not only I think June is what's important yeah and not only of course it's horrible again mm -hmm. but the very worst part is I'm surprised it was horrible again yeah and I act like I can't believe this happened moral story some things you gotta let go if you do something in life and you succeed, it may not be success or failure, but if you succeed at being the worst ever, just move on. Yeah. Just move on. Yeah. You don't need to be great at everything. Mm -hmm. You need to find your pros and run with them. And WWE, this is your life segment. It's just not in the category of things you guys need to be doing. You got to move on. Yeah. And you know, the thing is, it's, it's like, okay, so we had a coal, a coal miners glove match that was like one of the worst matches of all time. So there's only been one of them. That's it. We learned our lesson when we had one and it was awful. We were like, we don't need two. Yeah. Now we did uh, uh, This Is Your Life. A it was a dog match before too? Oh yeah, Kennel from Hell. One time? Only been one of those. But we learned our lesson and we said, you know, if it wasn't that good, in fact, if it was one of the worst things ever, like, let's just try something else. Let's do something else. What we got to lose? With no. This Is Your Life, it's like, okay, we ha it was the best ever, and now we did another one, and it's the worst ever. Maybe we should cut our losses. Exactly. No. No. Let's see if we can just keep doing it. Exactly. Let, let me go one more thing. We just did this escape room yesterday. It was actually really cool. I recommend awesome. them to everybody. Breakout. All right? But let me talk about this real quick. This is the idea that they're hitting, right? Let's assume Charles and I wanted to rob a bank, and I just got out of jail for getting caught. Robbing the bank, right? So Charles and I make a plan, right? Called Plan A. And we're like, let's do this. And Charles is a deep thinker. He likes having multiple ideas. And then I'm like, but don't worry about it, Charles. We have Plan B. And he's like, what's Plan B? And I proceed to tell him it's the exact same plan that I just got out of jail for trying to do and got caught. And Charles is like, didn't you get caught doing that? And I'm like, well, yeah, but it's my Plan B. And he's like, you know, that's literally the worst case scenario. So if we try anything other than that, 
It's better than It's better than that yeah. Because the worst case Is we tried something That we don't know Is gonna fail And if it fails We get the exact same result You're asking for Yeah but Stop this, we know. this is your life Yeah Stop it Okay Done so, so on the On the Making sure we come To an agreement uh, Match number two Lashley's gonna win the match Eight It's not minutes. gonna be A good match it's Gonna be trash And uh, poor Sami Zayn Poor Sami Zayn Hey sleep tight Sami Still the man We got Daniel Bryan Versus Big Cass now this is one area where I don't know like coming to a like I don't even know if I can come to a definitive agreement with myself about what's going to happen in this but match but there's only one right word to say it's Daniel Bryan yeah. remember last time on the show Daniel Bryan's going to win and then we're going to continue to wonder why they're doing this and that is the swerve itself yeah my, my wife reads Jody Peacock books you ever heard of her Mm-mm. she writes these books that uh, they, they're always like not always murder mysteries but they're like mystery dramas and there's always some plot twist the one that she just finished reading, the plot twist, this is how Jody Pico will get you. The plot twist was that there wasn't a plot twist. Uh-oh. So you're so convinced something's crazy going to happen, you're yeah. waiting, never arrives. It'd be like watching a drama made by M. Night Shyamalan where just like... No twist. At the, yeah, at the end, It was you actually know, a 1970, 1930s village the whole time when they climbed over the wall, just more woods. Yeah. That's it. Yep. Surprise, suckers. Yeah. Surprise, you're not surprised. That's what Daniel Bryan Big Cass Or the dude from Unbreakable was just insanely lucky every single time. Insanely lucky. Yeah. Just... I read a, an awesome thing about Breaking Bad. They said the best thing to Breaking Bad would have been if Hal from Malcolm in the Middle woke up and it was a dream. I was, I mean, that would Did you read about yeah, that? Yeah, and it would have been cool. But the only thing is, so there was a Bob Newhart. Um, you don't know who he is. No, but, I but, but he had this old TV show. Um, the the Bob Newhart show, uh-huh. and uh, it was one of the most popular television shows, like in the seventies, early eighties. Uh-huh. Now, in the nineties, they he got a new TV show, uh-huh. and it was just called Newhart. Uh-huh. And everything happens in the world of this show, but at the end of the entire series. He wakes up next to his wife from the first television show Whoa. and says, I just had this crazy dream. Is that really what happened? Yes. So they should have ripped that off. Like, well, no, they didn't do it, but the theory was just ripped off that. I mean, like, that's how that's what happened. Yeah, so. Wow, it wasn't even original. You know, Reddit let me down there. Because yeah. I thought that was original thought, and I thought it was a genius. Really, they just probably watched the new Bob Newhart show. Or they read about, like, Newhart at some point. So it's TV tropes. So fair enough. So Daniel Bryan wins, and they just want you to think there's going to be a swerve, and the swerve is there's no swerve. Daniel Bryan wins clean in a two star match in eight minutes. Okay. You, um, you have to the win. only thing that scares me is that I think there's still a strong possibility that Daniel Bryan wins but leaves the arena in an ambulance. Well, yeah, but we don't have to agree on that one because that's just going to be bad television. We both don't want to see it. And you're probably right, but as far as the stipulations of what we're doing now goes, we just got a great deal of their mind wins. Okay. Daniel we, can, we can talk about how horrible it was next week on the review. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Right? Well, yeah, Daniel Bryan, um, still too good to lose a match to Cass, even if even if Cass, Cass tries some underhanded tactics. I don't think we're at the point yet where you tell the story that if Daniel Bryan lost cleanly to Samoa Joe in a submission, that triple threat, then I think you do so much more damage to him, even in a dirty loss to a heel cast. Like, yep. I think we're not ready to get there yet. So Now, as far as the final burial of Vince McMahon being out of touch 
and only being able to steal ideas and not come up with creative ones himself anymore. Do you think after Johnny Gargano and Ciampa in the knee brace, we see the knee brace from Big Cass come out against Daniel Bryan? I don't think so. I, think, I hope not. I think that's, that's you know. Next, you guys, Charles hit you with good words earlier, and I only have one good word. I'm using it right now. It's cognitive dissonance. I give that word a 7 out of 10. And what that is, well, words, give that, is that a phrase? Yeah. But uh, it's, it's, it's a the questions are bringing me down now, aren't they? Well, no, I mean, it's, it's a concept. Yeah, it's All a right. concept. And that is Roman Reigns versus Jinder Mahal. Oh, man. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel, I feel one way, but I'm thinking I shouldn't feel that way. And I'm very conflicted. I'm not. I hope Jinder Mahal wins. Clean. Yeah. Three minutes. I'm good with five. You cannot reverse a spear into a colossus, can you? But you can reverse a Superman punch into a colossus if he grabs the wrist. Yeah, catch him. Catch him, grab the wrist. He's in a position. Face first colossus. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a decent match. Do you agree with me? It's going to be a decent match. I think... Um, Three and a half stars. I think it'll be interesting to see. Roman Reigns has not had a chance to shine as a singles competitor in a long time. Since he's been tethered to Brock Lesnar? Since WrestleMania. Yeah, but he's been... Yeah, yeah he, I think he, he's... Maybe a house is going with someone else, but it's just been... He's been working with, like, Elias. Remember, we saw Roman at a house show. That was WrestleMania. Working with Elias. Yeah, but, I mean, it's... You know, I mean, he's... Yeah, yeah. Roman Reigns, I still give him all credit and worth me in-ring performer. Mm -hmm. He's severe, criminally underrated as an in-ring performer. Yeah. Or he actually gets the credit, and it's just... I'm curious as to know like what him. directions they give Roman for what this match is supposed to do for him. Well, the problem is the match means nothing. Right. It means absolutely nothing. Because if but Jim Mahal like, wins... Is Roman Reigns supposed to... Do, do you think Vince McMahon is sitting down with Roman Reigns and, and, and having a conversation? I, don't, I can't even imagine like what would be going through Roman Reigns' mind if this happened. But what if Vince McMahon brought Roman Reigns into the office and said, all right, Roman, for your match against Jinder Mahal at Money in the Bank tonight, we want you to try to get over. And then there's going to be a long pause and Vince is going to laugh and say, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. It's going to be like I a, just, a I, you're, show. There's yeah. no chance of on that. On Meltzer's show, they were talking about that. Vince McMahon pulled Edge into the room and, and was like, hey, you, you're going to lose. We're yeah, going to cut your we're hair. shave your head. And Edge was like, okay. Oh, whatever. And then Edge won. Yeah. Same thing. But I mean, I just like, are, so what is the direction? I, Not either. I, that's why it's what, trash. But that's what I, what I mean is like, what's the literal direction for him? Because these guys are performers. Like they actually kind of get direction as far as this is what you're going to do. I don't think do. I got none. Like, I think this is how it works. Vince McMahon played a video game one time. Uh -huh. All right. I don't know what video game it was, but it has the same system. So you have an item in the video game and you have to feed things, other items into that item to fill up a bar to 100%. And when the bar hits 100%, the item levels up. Uh -huh. So take the part out about them leveling up. That can't happen. To get to 100% is the best product Vince wants to make. So you have a ladder match. They fed 10 dudes into it. That's how the bar got to 100%. Mm -hmm. Vince says Roman by himself is 100%. Right. So his opponent does not matter because it's 100% already. Just, so and in the other match, why add you don't need 200% star power if you're already 100%. Yeah, put it buddy. So he just said, why would we have a guy this good be in a group with a bunch of other dudes he doesn't need to be why would give we, his own match. Why would we have Roman Reigns versus Sami Zayn at Money in the Bank? We, have, we shouldn't have any of it. 
Yeah. We have Roman Reigns against X at Money in the Bank because Roman Reigns needs a single match and it needs to be against somebody, a man with a pulse. Is this is this match tonight, are we going to see Roman Reigns dive over the top rope? No. No? No. Okay. Um, that says a lot. I don't think he's... No, I wouldn't trust Jinder to catch him. Well, I figure you've got Jinder and Samir? Sunil. Sunil. Sunil? No. Which one is out hurt? One of them's out hurt. Oh, mercy. I always thought they had different... I mean, those names are different, but I always thought they were way different. It's... It's Samir and Sunil, though. You're right. I always thought... thought Samir and Sunil, yeah. I don't know which one's hurt. One of them. I thought... They looked the same, though. Yeah, I thought Sunil was hurt, but I could be wrong. Well, either way. One thing about one of them, got the other one. Yeah. Problem with this is... Singh is out of here. No one's going to win. If Roman Reigns wins, well, who cares? You beat Jinder Mahal, he's a failed experiment. Mm-hmm. If Jinder Mahal wins, it's 100% because of shenanigans yep. from Roman Reigns, which serves the purpose of not moving anybody's perceived idea of where they're at. Mm-hmm. So nobody wins. Not even the fans. Um, so we both... The people that really lose is the Bludgeon Brothers get moved to the pre-show. Yes. Because... This, this serves too, no purpose. This is, too, this is too big for the pre-show. Exactly. And you can't have Roman Reigns on a pre-show. Um, so both of us have said we'd like to see Jinder win this match. We're going Jinder. All right. Jinder I think Mahal. it's dumb, but I'm going Jinder. Okay. We got Seth Rollins versus Elias Intercontinental Championship. This is a job interview for Elias. Yeah. Um, I okay feel like mind. this is a 11 or 12 minute match. Uh, this gets a little, maybe as long as fourteen minutes. Elias smokes a lot of cigarettes, man. He ain't going over ten. But I feel, I feel like this is going to be one of those matches. Just, it's a Seth Rollins match, so well, that, that's the question. Uh, a knee is getting injured. Yep. Um, that's going to be the story of the match. Is that? Uh, oh, hot take. Got to do it. Hot take. One month WWE subscription challenge question is officially on the line send us an email close to the mark podcast at gmail.com send us a, a tweet yeah a tweet at close to the mark at ctm podcast at ctm podcast right on our facebook page ctm podcast make the prediction how long into the match until the first time seth rollins sells that his knee is re-hurt closest number without going over wins one month wwe subscription on the CTTM podcast. That's ten, on us. Ten bucks on the table. If you think it's two minutes and 37 seconds or three minutes and 40 seconds, you make your prediction. And we're going from bell ring. Right. Ding, to, ding, ding. To first from time. From now until the point where the announcers say, oh, that you know he's had problems with that knee before. Yep. And if you're close, you'll get ten bucks or a month subscription mm-hmm. to the network. Close to that one over. Right. Um, at CTTM Podcast on Twitter or Facebook and close to Mark Podcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you think. Win Simple. the prize. Yep. I mean, it's what is it? It's a at sign CTTM. It'll pop mm. up. So that's five button clicks. Yeah. And then a time four point. Oh, and hey, while you're at eight while, buttons. While you're sending us that, you know, we need to be able to DM you if you've won. So you might as well go ahead and follow us. Follow, like, subscribe, do it all. Yeah. Matter of fact, you can't win if you don't like us. That's a good point. That's fair. Yeah. Ten bucks for a mouse click? Exactly. If I could make ten bucks for every mouse click, my job would be clicking mouse. For sure. I would be rich. Too. Yeah. I can click fast. I'd, 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 shoot, I'd be lazy. I'd, I'd probably only do like six clicks a second. Well, this is what my question would be. Assuming you, assuming some other guy could make ten bucks a mouse click, uh-huh. okay, and he got to start when the match with us versus DX started, mm-hmm. would he make it to a thousand dollars 
before we won. Yes, because I would drag that match out. I would be, I would be that guy like like War Machine. I would drag the broken, beaten body of Shawn Michaels back to the corner, look at Triple H and say, "Get your ass in here." Tag Is this your king? Tag tag in. Come on. That was a test and you passed. I like that answer. You got to have a killer's instinct. Once again, we're ready for y'all. Yeah. All right, next up. Oh, well, Seth Rollins wins? Seth Rollins wins. Seth Rollins wins clean, no questions asked. Yeah, uh, you know, he's going to he's gonna hit the... The, uh, the knee! He, I don't <laughs> know if he's going to hit the knee or if he's going to hit something off the top rope. Um, but I think if he hits... I think he's more likely to sell the knee injury and then hit something off the top rope. And he'll get the pin, but then he'll continue to sell the knee after the match. Now... Is Elias going to hit the knee with the guitar? After the match? Yeah. Or, or like... After the match. After the match. After the match is possible. DQ during the match. Well, I don't know, because, you know, it it's could not be... A non, it's not no DQ. There, I know, but there's always the possibility that, like, action spills outside the ring, the referee is turned around for some reason, and you swing the guitar into the knee. Uh, fair enough. So we're both on Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Carmella versus Asuka. First question, does James Ellsworth interfere? No. You don't think so? Not in this match. Wow, you think his allegiance has changed. That, this is what I was talking about, though, because I was saying to you that I know, I mean, we verified it before with the amount of things that have happened that we talked about on this show that have come to pass. You did talk about I James said, coming back. we need Ellsworth back. Wow, yeah. And Ellsworth is back. CTTM Podcast, we're living in 3018 you're stuck in 2018. Mostly Charles. I'm just part of the team. But I said... Man's been calling it right for days. I said Ellsworth should be involved. And what happened? Ellsworth's coming back. Tell him we're going to get a million dollars next week. We're getting a million dollars next week. If the show's canceled, he's right again. Yep. <laughs> Either that or we're getting a hundred million and I'm running away from dude walking at one mile an hour. <laughs> Fair enough. But for real though, if we do get a million dollars next week, we might just be here more often. Yeah. we like doing this. Probably. And doing money. Plus, like... I'm definitely don't got a job anymore. I, and I, I'm definitely saying on next week's episode that we're getting $2 million just to see. Oh, good point. So oh, forever. What? How many people would guess if, if like for probably three weeks in a row, you just make the million dollar prediction comes true? Mm-hmm. Like some of those people in churches, right? And then the next week, you say, Seth Rollins Elias, first announcement before the knee gets announced. Winner? I'm calling their name out. I'm saying they get a million dollars. Would that be the most watched WWE event ever? And would it be the number one Twitter post ever? So if we did a legit Vince McMahon million dollar giveaway. No, not million dollar giveaway. Like you literally just say it and it comes, to, it comes true. Mm-hmm. And it's proven. It's happened three weeks in a row. People are on board. They don't know how it's working, but it is working. Next, on the end of that third week, we say... You've heard me say it come true every time. And this weird circumstance happened. This happened. This happened. It's come true every time. When I say it, it happens. Next, this Bang Bang pay-per-view, you need to guess how long until the first match of Seth Rollins' knee goes out. And the winner closes without going over. I will announce it's going to get a million dollars. And every other time I've done it, they've, they've it, it's been successful. Ooh. Would that be the most watched wrestling show ever? Would the ratings be better than the Super Bowl? And... Would it be the number one Twitter post ever made? Hmm. It would definitely. It would. It would definitely create some noise. I think I would have to legally change my middle name to Falcon Arrow. But Larry, no, you were Falcon Arrow. Yeah. Well. 
Anyways, you know, let's move on. So, Romero yeah. versus Oscar. Coming yeah. Okay, so here's the other thing about the Ellsworth thing. Because he is coming back, like I talked about. But I think there's at least a chance that he comes back for an involvement spot in the Women's Money in the Bank ladder match. I think WWE would lose a lot of their progression that way. I, uh, I See, I don't think he's actually going to climb the ladder and take the briefcase, but I think he's going to try to get involved in the match, and I think he's going to get a beat down. I think, I think the girls will probably band together and beat him down. Yeah. But, well, first of all, I don't think it's going to happen. If it does happen, I agree with that. But I just feel like last year they said, this is the first morning in the bank women's ladder match ever. And Let's a man have won a it. dude win it. Yeah, that and was... the next year, if nothing else, you got to be reasonable to say it's redemption. Give these women their moment, and they say... He's coming back. That's brutal for those girls. But that's heat. Yeah, but like there's gotta be line. Like these girls aren't. You're you're you're, you're like you're taking this moment you're giving the girls and using it as a selling point and a, a bright good light in your company, and then you're taking it away. Like your hook, it's a bait and switch. Yeah, you bait and bait. Because I think what happens is this. I think. I think, you know how Carmella beat Charlotte and there's this whole hoorah about it? Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, look, I think Carmella can beat Charlotte. Right. I think Carmella gets ready to beat Oscar and James Ellsworth appears on Oscar's behalf. I don't think, I don't think it's going to go that direction. I think if Ellsworth does get involved, it is going to be to help out Carmella. And I think that, I why, think... Why? I mean, think about it. Why did James Ellsworth help Carmella? Well... She never broke up with him. He was clearly in love with her. Yeah, but he, she ditched him. Maybe that's a way to win her back. I mean, if you're James Ellsworth, you know that Oscar's going to kill her. Yeah, but there wasn't plenty of other moments to come back and love her. I mean, she's been taking L's all But this is the one, but she's the champion now. This is the one chance to, like, she was never really in danger of losing the briefcase, but now she's in danger of losing the championship. This is a chance to come back and be a knight in shining armor. I think she pledged allegiance to Oscar. But in any case, what'd you take? Who wins? Carmella. Oh, mercy. We gotta agree. You gotta go, Oscar. It's Oscar. To win the championship after. If you don't think James Ellsworth is gonna interfere, you don't. How in the world Carmella? I mean, I could see that I could see that Ellsworth could interfere in the Carmella match for the reasons I said. Do you think it will happen? I don't. I'm not 100 percent sure, but what I do feel like is that it's it's six weeks since Carmella won the title. I think it's too early to take the belt off of her and put it onto Asuka, especially since Asuka just lost you know to what? the woman that Carmella beat. I'm going to be reasonable. I'm going to bridge your way. And we're going to agree that Carmella wins. Carmella no, no. leaves Carmella with the title. Carmella wins. Asuka wins. Carmella leaves with the title. Okay. Carmella gets herself DQ'd. Something like that. Uh, or or she's DQ'd because of interference by Ellsworth. Something. Asuka okay. wins. Carmella retains, retains the title. We can agree. And we and we set up a rematch at some point between the two. Unfortunately. Okay. All right. So we can agree on that one. We're still rolling. Oh, wow. Oh, we got the women money in the bank. Charlotte Flair, Becky Lynch, Naomi, Lana, Sasha Banks, Alexa Bliss, Ember Moon, Natalia. There's going to be an injury. They might stop the match because of it. There's going to be an eclipse off ladder, which is going to look so sick. But I, it's going to have to be the Natalia. I, if I'm Ember Moon, I don't trust no one else. I, I trust or Sasha. I Banks. trust Becky to take it. I think Becky could. I don't know, man. Because that's got to be like, if there's like grades and difficulties and efforts, that's the top. Men's women, men and women, as far as risk for everyone involved and trust required to let someone do that to you, that's got to be the top tier of difficulty. I don't, I mean, you're going to do a front flip, you're going to catch their head on your way down, 
they're going to bend down at the right time and eat the stunner, mm -hmm. and they're going to catch you a little bit to stop your momentum going down because you're falling far. Right. And you saw Nia Jax right catch Charlotte on the moonsault. I'm out of Nia Jax. Thank you. Uh, Charlotte Nia's not in the match so. Yeah I know that But I'm just saying So Charlotte probably could catch her Just stop her in track That's a big strong girl I wouldn't mess around with her Naomi No chance Zero percent chance Becky Lynch If I'm Becky Lynch I'm so tired of getting Getting overshadowed by these other girls I might just mess up You know <laughs> Lana Death God no I would rather I'd, jump over the ring post ricochet style yeah. and I'd at least be, be like, paralyzed on my own accord yeah. than be paralyzed and be salty with Lana for the rest of my life. Yeah, I'd Shout be like, Russo, somebody's, somebody's going to die if I have to do that spot She can Lana, twerk so. good, but she cannot catch people very well. No. Okay, Sasha Banks, they're going to figure out a way. You remember when Bray Wyatt interfered and when Roman Reigns going in the briefcase? I'm calling it Bailey does it to Sasha Banks. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Let's just go back to that well. And uh, Alexa Bliss could win. I call so could say about Alexa Bliss. You know, like, her entire time on the main roster, I think it was like 70%, 70% of her time on the main roster, she's had the championship. Yeah. That's strong. Alexa could be, Alexa could be okay with the championship. I feel like... You no, know, she fits the briefcase, man. She yeah. Fits. I mean... is, I should have briefcase. Yeah. The only thing is, I feel like... The briefcase for Alexa Bliss, like, it just kind of makes me feel like, okay, so at some point she's going to get the championship back in all likelihood, but, like, the champion's going to be Nia or Ronda or somebody who's going to kill her, so, you know, like, she's not going to hang on to it. Is there a rematch clause immediately attached to the money Typically, the Well, no, but typically there's a rematch clause... Anytime you lose a championship. So, like, if somebody cashes in the money in the bank and takes your belt, you get a rematch against that person. See, I still... Maybe this is going to be us when we make our debut. We need someone that just knows the rule book real well, and that's what their character is. So, they say, so we cash in our money in the bank on AJ Styles, we win championship. We're average Joes, we got no business with it. Hmm? AJ Styles says, I want my rematch clause. Yeah. And we bring out the rule book, and I say, well, AJ, I respect where you're coming from, man. But if you look at the rule book, it actually doesn't say you get rematched when you get cashed in on. So, assuming you're not special and we're all part of the WWE and we're all equal here, mm -hmm. it's not fair to you to get that over, you know, say Bo Dallas. You both are as equal, but there could be a battle royal for it, I suppose. And then we help Bo Dallas win. Yeah. And then we promptly beat Bo Dallas. I was also thinking, like, I could help make sure that you successfully cash in the Money in the Bank briefcase on AJ if you also help make sure that I win a number one contenders match the same night. And then our argument is, well, I mean, you want your rematch, and I understand you want your rematch, but what did I win a number one contendership match for if that doesn't give me a shot at the title? Or we don't know. turn on each other, and this is a plan, and I say, I'm ready to face the winner. I'm ready to face the number one contender this week. Mm -hmm. Charles, where you at? And even Marie style, you got stuck in traffic. You're not there. Yeah. Next week, you're can't. ready to face me. I can't make it. Yeah. And they found out it was a plan all along because we're a good team. Yeah, exactly. That's actually a cool idea. Yeah. I would be down with that. We'll see it next week. Probably going to happen with Dolph Ziggler and uh, Drew McIntyre. All right, so who's, who do you think is going to win? Uh, I'm, I, I actually am going with Natalia 
Um, I think Natalia's never, she's never like had, even when she's won a women's championship, it hasn't felt like a big, big thing. It's felt more like a consolation prize. Like, yeah, she's been around for so long, been so good. Like, just give her the belt for a little while. She can be a transitional champion to get the belt to somebody else. I feel like she's never had that big moment. And I feel like... I feel like you put her on two-hour regard. No disrespect to Natalia. But number one... Zack Ryder, the woman. I, I, I mean, like, I'm not saying that Natalia is not... Like, I'm not saying that I feel like Natalia is a top, top star or should be considered, like, in the top, top stars. But I feel like... She's not good. If I, I think she is good. I think she is good. I she's think, okay. I think she's better than okay. But I think that I think that if she wins the women's money in the bank, then you have a chance to have the story be told that Ronda is the champion and Natty can celebrate with Ronda. Isn't this great? You're the champion. I've got the money in the bank and we have each other's backs. And now Natalia at any time can stab Ronda in the back and take the women's title. And I think more to the point, like, having Natalia have that thing that's actually a big moment, that she won a ladder match in the Women's Money in the Bank briefcase, like, I think that would help Natty out a lot. She doesn't need help. What's her gimmick? Cat Lady. What's her real gimmick? I, you know, I, I, I'm being honest. Okay, I Cat Lady. The, everyone on TV, they say she's the old vet that's there for guidance. To me, Natalia is Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder's moment was he won... A ladder match. The ladder match at WrestleMania mm-hmm. to win the title, gave it up the next day. was literally great job. Old school reference. I got him in me. When Christian won the world title, same idea. We did it as a favor to you because you contributed for a long time, but we do not see you as the champion. We do not intend to keep you as the champion. This is strictly a favor. Natalia already had that. But I but think they gave her the belt, and that's the it. The reason for Natalia winning now is to say a new favor what we want no it's not a favor it's a job we want you to have the women's money in the bank because your job is going to be here's ronda rousey with the women's championship we need you to tell the story of stabbing ronda in the back taking the women's championship away from her and then being that somebody who is technically good enough and if they're willing to be a heel and stab her back can be somebody that can keep the belt off of Ronda and have a good match with her. Somebody Have who's... a good match with her, yes, I see, but you haven't seen anything on television since I've watched wrestling that would lead you to believe Natalia can compete with Ronda Rousey. You have not seen that. But There's no evidence at all. Well, Zero. even if even if the idea is to let Ronda take the belt back... I that... think best case, if, if Natalia wins, if she catches on Ronda and loses. Well, and that would be a possibility too, as long as it's... As long as Natalia's role is to get the best possible match out of Ronda Rousey. So that's why I'm saying I think... I think Natalia does probably get the best match out of Ronda Rousey. I agree with that. But I don't know if the money in the bank... When you cash in the money in the bank, it's not necessarily under the circumstances that we're going to have a traditional match. Okay. Unless she takes the John Cena approach and just... Which she could. I mean, it could could be... It's an option. But that's not what it was attached to. Yeah. So... I'm not taking into account... I'm taking into account when they get lazy and the storytelling hits rock bottom, they set this up as a get-out-of-jail-free card for some event, some feud, some story going horribly wrong. Okay, so... And that's Alexa Bliss. I'm going Alexa Bliss. The problem is, I don't think we agree. I'm going to say Natalia wins. 
I mean, I could see Alexa, but the only the problem for me with Alexa winning the Money in the Bank is while I think the the briefcase is a good fit for her character, I think I don't know. You know, we're going to Natalia. I could be I could be convinced for one reason. We can't be convinced. We gotta go to Natalia. I'm done. Natalia wins. I'm going Alexa. I'm going Alexa. Okay. Nia Jax, Ronda Rousey. Here's what happens. Ronda Rousey absolutely physically tears apart Nia Jax. Agreed. Tears her up, but the size of Nia Jax, she literally sits on her. Is too overwhelming and with a with a Samoan drop, it's going to be a single finisher. A Samoan drop, she ends up knocking wind out of Ronda Rousey and getting the pin. But you think Nia Jax wins? I think Nia wins if if Nia has been so beaten, battered, and bruised by Ronda this match Rousey. Not be that long. This is Ronda Rousey's first singles match, and you're putting together this entire event. What happens? Could is, Ronda dislocate her arm with the armbar? Yes, it's going to happen. They're going to clash. She's going to set up for the Samoa drop a minute into it. She's countering the Samoa drop into an armbar, and she's winning. I think I think she hits the arm. I think she gets the arm bar and maybe dislocates her arm, but Naya still manages to pick her up and hit the Samoan drop. And I could see Alexa Bliss cashing in on Naya because that's a story we could continue. That is a story we continue. But I'm going Ronda Rousey. You going Nia Jax? Well, I just I think it I think it depends on who holds the money in the bank. So if Alexa wins money in the bank, you're going Ronda Rousey. I'm going I mean, Nia. Nia Jax. Yeah. If anyone but Alexa wins, you're going Ronda Rousey. Especially if Natalia wins, I'm going with Ronda. I can agree with that. I can agree with that. Same thing. All right, so we're going AJ Styles, Shinsuke Nakamura. Last man standing match. They're both going to just sit down forever. God, this is going to be... The show's going to go from 8 to 11, and they're just going to cross each other. Minute to show their is it, it's, it's actually really depressing to me to think about this, because you just read that out, and I just thought to myself, like, God, AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. This is going to be a terrible match. Yep. Like, how can I say that about AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura? But it's going to be a terrible match. If this was in New Japan, this would be the main event. It would be six stars. Yeah. I mean, actually, it already happened. Yeah. Shinsuke vs. AJ has a five-star match in New Japan. Yeah. A year ago. Two years ago. Yeah. We're getting the same match now, and we're terrified. Might be on pre-show. It's going to be awful. It's going to be awful. Um, it's going to be awful. Damn. Yeah. It's, uh, it sucks. Uh, Shinsuke's going to win. I think Shinsuke wins as well. I do think Shinsuke wins there. Last but not least, we got the men's Money in the Bank. Braun Strowman, Finn Balor, Bobby Roode, Kevin Owens, Miz Samoa, Joe Rusev versus New Day. I'm going with it's Big E. If it's Big E, I'm going Big E wins. It's definitely Bobby Roode. No. Oh, no, no, God. it's not. I have never almost quit a podcast no, no, so no. fast. There's no chance. My, I actually, like, I'm standing up. Yeah. Like, my calf muscles are super tense. I almost just walked out the door. Yeah. This is done. No, it's not It's not Bobby Roode. Um, oh, man. He's there literally because of his entrance. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And he's a body. And and uh, and um, Sami Zayn and uh, Bobby Lashley are otherwise occupied, or yep. they, they would be in it. Kevin Owens is going to not win. Kevin Owens is going to come closest without winning. He's going to... Who's the most likely? Miz is going to touch it but not get it. Uh, yeah. 
Miz he's going to swat it. Miz would swing. be Miz would be a great surprise win. Miz, if I could pick who I wanted to win, I probably would pick Miz. Yeah, if I could pick the guy I want furthest away from it, and the guy I absolutely don't want to see get the win, it's Braun. Oh God, yeah. Before we talk about that, if if WWE right now had Daniel Bryan World Championship match, I would apply the the last women's match, Money in the Bank match. If Daniel Bryan won the championship at this. I would miss, miss win it. And yeah. miss cash in that day. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. That'd be sick, actually. Yeah. Instead, we get him first big cast. Yeah. yeah well, well, that's... Yay. And, and there's nobody who's in a good position to cash in. Like, here's the thing. We're going to have a match between Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles that is literally a last man standing match, which means the whole premise of this match yeah. is that somebody gets beaten to the point that they, they can't, can't stand up. Which means that almost certainly both of these guys are getting beaten to the point yeah. that they only barely get up at nine. Which means either one of these guys is going to be totally ripe for the pickings. There's nobody on SmackDown who's a good contender. Now, do you know what would be so sick? Two people fit that role because what you just said is so important, right? Two guys win. Soon that's the main event. Samoa Joe or Kevin Owens wins Money in the Bank. Kevin Owens is on Raw. It doesn't matter. You can't either one. You can't. Yeah, they've, you can. they've, no, they've made it very clear this year that, that because there's four Raw entrants and four SmackDown entrants, you can only cash in Money in the Bank on your brand show. Okay. So and the GMs have said, like, we want you to bring the briefcase back to our show. So that has to be Samoa Joe. So Samoa Joe wins, right? Because you need to keep you need to address the most obvious factors to keep wrestling alive in the community, right? So Samoa Joe wins. He literally walks down to the ring. He's on commentary. And he says what you just said. He says, look, I just won this briefcase and it took a toll on my body. You're right. But I've been recovering for 45 minutes and these dudes are in the last man's thing match. They're gonna which kill means they are not going, they win by not being able to move, period. They mm-hmm. cannot get up. So, once this match is done, I don't care who wins, I don't care who loses, I'm cashing in, and I'm telling the ref this before the match starts. They're going to do it, enters the match, and before they ring the bell, Samoa Joe's music hits, he walks on the ring and explains this into the microphone and to the ref. I'm cashing in the second you say three. There's nothing to talk about. I mean, the second you say ten. There's nothing to talk about. You ring the bell. It sounds like this. Nine, ten... Ding, 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 match over. Ding, 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 next match starts. Or and he sits on commentary. We could even get, we could even get the Seth Rollins angle since we talked about how Seth Rollins set the precedent that you can cash in during a match. What's wrong with AJ and Shinsuke? Crash each other again? Like, they knock each other out and they're both down. Referee starts a 10 count, but before the referee can even get to two, here comes Samoa Joe. Because you know what? Samoa Joe just won a triple threat. He doesn't well, have a problem there, with that. But I, I think that's cool, but I don't think it does a good job addressing, like, the flaws in the thinking. Like, the flaw in the thinking... I mean, I agree with you. Like, the last man's thing match is this worst match to have. And then, like, that everyone's reminded about Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. It's the very worst match you could ever have. Yeah. So, and a swerve of just, well, I could cash in, but I'm not going to. It's just so stupid. Because it's very rare in wrestling with these elite people, assume it's real... That these dudes literally say, usually yeah. take a Samoa, three count to Samoa beat Joe wants to be the champion like he'd be an idiot Imagine. not to cash. I mean, him. just think about it. When you get pinned, you're forcefully pinning them. If they don't lift their leg up all the way, that's why they go down for the three count. He didn't, he didn't roll them up as tight as he could, mm-hmm. right? So the two factors of pitting someone is hit a move, hard to keep down for three, 
and then making sure your pin itself is forced off, keep him down for three. Yeah. Both those things are equally important to pin a man and win. This says you don't need to pin him, so the force of it doesn't matter. You just need to make sure this dude cannot get up for 10 yeah. seconds. The one thing, the one other hope that I have for this match is that Braun Strowman, I want him getting murdered in this match. I want them to, ha- yeah. Murder. Because we talked about this week how Lars Sullivan got humanized even though it took a lot of finishers to take him out, like he lost to Aleister Black. Clean. And Aleister Black is not Brock Lesnar. Like exactly. he's not a he's not a true superhuman being. Exactly. And I, I I've talked about it before, like how I just I feel like we have to get to the point in wrestling where I if Braun Strowman is in the Royal Rumble, I don't want to see him. I how could they throw him out? He's I, so big. I, I want to see like I want to see. The, the possibility that he doesn't throw 12 people off of him simultaneously. I want they his music hits, eight dudes in the ring, all stop, and they're like, we talked about this. Yeah. Let him come in here. We're working together. There's and all we'll back there's him. all and there's and I want to see in this match, like, he has clearly established himself as the biggest threat. So there's seven of us and we have ladders. Take this dude out. Exactly. That's what I want to see. And I want to see that happen. Just so that you do establish that there's like a level of damage that you can inflict on Braun Strowman exactly. that does stop him. Because this, you know, the story of Braun Strowman being like a literal wrecking ball that like you can't dent him, you can't damage him, and he just smashes everything he touches. Exactly. Like that doesn't work long term for me. Yeah. I think I think the best I mean, you just nailed it, but like it was good about the Aleister Black and Lars Sullivan because it made you realize Lars Sullivan can be beaten. It just takes a hell of an effort, which is fine. But Brock Lesnar right now, they pitch that one. Like, if you beat Brock Lesnar, it just it doesn't mean that Brock Lesnar can be beaten. It means that you are just also a killer and you're untouchable. Yeah, either and that... having either, that doesn't do no good. Either that or, like, there was a technicality in the match that allowed you to win under terms that, no I'm saying like clean yeah like to beat Brock clean just means you're an unstoppable monster right but beating Lars Sullivan clean just means he can be beaten if you bring That's, your A game yeah. and I need it to be more like he can be beaten if you bring your A game not He's an unstoppable monster going to kill everyone. For and two now there's time. two unstoppable monsters. Exactly. Yeah, that's so. what I that's what I want to see happen. So in talking this out, did we did we kind of come to the point where we think Samoa Joe might be in this match. If Big E is in, I still want Big E to win. Mm-hmm. Because I read that they say someone's getting a big push. I read that Triple H wanted Big E to get the push that Roman Reigns is getting. Yeah. And Vince selected Roman Reigns. Back to Velveteen Dreams probably. Right. But. Yeah, that'll happen. When you all take all that into account, maybe with the success of NXT and everything, that rumor comes to be because of how well Triple H is doing at NXT maybe appreciates his yeah. his you know his the his one thing I would say is like I, I just think that it's still Vince's show and Vince's call exactly and when Vince decides what to do part of it may be too that he really loves he and Kofi Kingston run up a exactly. ladder exactly that's what I'm saying and and I think you might just get like that's what I think Kofi Kingston's running up a ladder but this is this is the, the depth to what I'm saying if it's Kofi Kingston it means Vince 100% controlled it and it means we're going to get Kofi Kingston, almost win, do something incredible, ultimately lose. Highlight. Highlight right? reel, yeah. But that's what Vince McMahon wants. Yeah. So if Big E is in it, it means it wasn't 100% Vince McMahon. 
Because if it was, it would have been Kofi. Yeah. Which means Triple H might be a little bit, or someone else would be yeah. more control. So just, if it's Kofi Kingston, I'm going Samoa Joe. If it's Big E, I'm going Big E. Can we agree? Yeah, we can agree on that. I just I just have a feeling that I think when, when it comes to Vince McMahon, his happy medium is Samoans. He does fall back to Samoans. They're almost white, so... You know. Almost. Yeah. Yeah, they got they got white skin, black personality. He's like, well, if they can't see it, we can maximize the gains. He's like, keeping that's basically, the negatives that's, to that's, a minimum. That, that's basically me. Yeah. I'm a, I'm I've got white skin and a black personality. I, I can remember when we talked to Cena. I said the inward to him. Yeah. He said he said, look, we can maximize the gains. We can minimize the losses. Black personality, white skin. That's called good business, and I do what's best for business. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ginger kind of like that too. <laughs> Put him in there with Roman. Well, well, you got our predictions. All right, that's the preview show. That's the preview show. It's it, you know, like now that we've and I have to say, like, I mean, guys, you got to believe. I'm sure you hear it, but this show's fun. Like, <laughs> yeah, this, show, this show's fun to make. It just really is. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, like I even when we started talking about the Money in the Bank pay per view, like I just had fun with our conversation. Yeah, this one was real fun. Yeah. I just think it's crazy that, I mean, as much as cool as it would be to have 10 million people listen to every week, and it's just our job, we make money off of it, that's cool. And if the opportunity presents itself, I'm, I will do it. But I think what makes our show genuine and cool and, and listenable is the fact that whether 10, 100, or 1,000 people listen to it, we're making it all the same. Yeah, Because the show starts like, for this us. This could be our most popular episode ever. Or it could be our least listened to episode ever. No bearing on when the next one comes out. And we still have lots of fun making. Exactly. So that's the important. We don't want to sound selfish, but yeah. I mean, we like making them ourselves. And we're happy that you guys get to listen in Absolutely. and contribute we make, as well. And we make, like, we make it for you guys because, believe me, we could have these conversations like without putting the effort yeah. into making it a podcast for you. Like, right now... The laptop, the microphone, the recording apparatus, the the pop screens and everything else that we have going on here, like that's for you guys so that you can take part in the conversation yeah. too. We want to find more people like us. Yeah. And this is the best way to reach y'all. Yeah. So if the idea that I can bring the horse to the water but I can't make him drink, we're bringing everything to y'all. We just want you to join on board with us. Yeah. That sounded like a bad example though. It sounded bad. I didn't call it that. I didn't mean that, that sounded bad. Well, no, I mean, I just think it's like, it's like we're, we've already got the conversation going and we're already having fun with it. We want everybody else to be able to take part too. Like we want everyone's people, invited. everyone get in on the fun. Well, um, and, and you can also be a part of the fun on Twitter at CTTM podcast on Facebook, CTTM podcast, um, email the show, you know, be a guest on the show, email us at close to the mark podcast at gmail.com. Come and talk to us about Money in the Bank. Next week, we got to do a reaction show. Tell us your thoughts on the pay-per-view tonight. Tell us what you thought. Tell us what you you know liked, didn't like, what your favorite match was. Be a guest on the show with us. You know We're happy to have you. Um, but hey, hold the thought for one second. We'll be right back with the rest of this special episode. Okay, so we have one last thing to talk about this week, and uh, here on our bonus episode, that is to follow up on our previous announcement of our uh, entrance theme tournament. Uh, tournament coming up. 
Um, after well, uh, come on, come on. Didn't Vince not like the word tournament? And they called it. What did they call it? Oh my God! It Eliminator. Was, oh my God! An entrance music Eliminator. Not happening. This is a tournament. And or Eliminator. This this will have a a clear winner, not a bunch of people who got eliminated. So tournament slash Eliminator. <sighs> um. <laughs> so on the Eliminator tournament. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we talked about this a little bit a couple of weeks ago, but um, it is happening. So this week on Twitter and on Facebook, we're going to release the bracket with 64 entrants into the tournament for the greatest wrestling theme of all time. The greatest mm-hmm. entrance theme of all time. And we are going to start next week on the podcast um, with the matchups. And every week on the podcast, we're going to have matchups. We'll start with the first round on the 24th and then on July 1st. And then we'll, we'll get into the second round, July 8th and 15th. On the 22nd and 29th of July, we'll get into the quarterfinals. Then uh, semifinals... Uh, will be the f- July 5th and 12th and finally uh, the week of SummerSlam July 19th will crown our champion the greatest entrance theme of all time but every week when we announce the matchups on the show we will also post the matchups uh, on Facebook and on Twitter for your votes and the contestant that gets the most votes obviously will win and will move on to the next round but there is an extra added uh, bonus a competition for you our fans and listeners you will have the opportunity to fill out your own bracket and anybody who completes a perfect bracket will get a year's subscription to the WWE Network free Mm -hmm. paid for by the Close to Mark podcast so we will publish the bracket and give you the opportunity to complete your bracket. And then if you complete your bracket and the fan voting ends up with your winner and a completely perfect bracket listing for you, you get a year of WWE Network for free. And, and if you don't have a perfect bracket, the guy that has the single most correct answers gets a month. Still has to have a winner, though. Still has to have the winner of the... Of the entire thing? I think you'd, I think that's criteria I think most one. people are going to have the winner because I think there's going to be eight or so big ones that's probably probably pretty likely but for sure like we're, we're definitely going to have a winner of contest but we're going to reward anybody who, who if any- nobody gets the final one right period then you got to pay for us month our month of WWE Network yeah, shame then, on you yeah then you have to like find nine people and get them to subscribe to our podcast or just pay 10 bucks yeah either one and it's more just like a like a punishment because that's real bad if you guys if, if people only get one if, if a thousand people do it and not one person gets the right answer yeah someone's gotta pay yeah I mean I would I'm hoping that like 400 of you are gonna get the winner but that like I'm kinda I'm gonna be honest I'm hoping not more than like that's a big three thing. or four people get the whole thing if there's 400 perfect brackets yeah $120 a pop no, 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 no. I'm saying, no, I'm saying, like, I'm hoping like 400 people maybe get the winner right. Okay, but don't have you. a perfect yeah. bracket because to have a perfect bracket, you got to get, you have to get 63 matchups. Yeah, wrote, yeah, yeah. I mean, know, I understand, like, but it's 
I mean, that'd be crazy. I'm so hoping there's only like three or four people at the most that get that because if it goes too much, I further, think two or three, four. Yeah, I mean, I'd be all right with that. It's gonna be tough. Y'all worth it. We do more than that. Yeah, it might, it might be like it might be like you know what we're gonna do. Like we're gonna get a year subscription to the WWE Network, and we're gonna send everybody the net, the password and login. Going old school, yeah, yeah. It's like yo, that is some underhanded. That's something Walmart would do, isn't it? Maybe like I, you win this, you make years of and they send you a username and login. And we're yeah, the same one. Yeah. Oh, that'd be some underhanded jump. Your username is close to the mark winner, and your <laughs> Password yeah. is like and subscribe. Yeah, uh, and like there's an asterisk. Only three people can be on at one time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's what the Miz would do. Yeah, like you know, you you're you win a year's subscription to the WWE Network on one device of your choosing because <laughs> we have a maximum of five devices. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyway, um, so take a look at our Twitter. Uh, keep up with it this week because if you see a Twitter post from us this week. It could be the, the bracket announcement. We can pin the tweet, can we? Yeah, we can. And then also, uh, you know, get on the Facebook page. Make sure to like us on Facebook so that you get it in your Facebook feed, too. And here's the catch. It's going to get you posted You can make there. one bracket per platform. Yes, so you, you can, can have submit, a separate one on You can Twitter. submit one on Twitter and on Facebook and double your odds. Mm-hmm. The other thing is you'll be able to vote on both platforms, too. Correct. So if you want to help make sure that your bracket wins, if you have, like, say, you have... Uh, Fandango. Fandango versus Chris Jericho, and you want to make sure because you picked Chris Jericho to go on to the next round, you can vote for him on Twitter and on Facebook to make sure you have better odds of winning. Your voice is strong here. Yes, uh, but get at CTTM Podcast on Twitter and at CTTM Podcast on Facebook um, to stay involved in the contest and give yourself a shot at a year of the WWE Network. So that is coming up, and it will culminate in the biggest event of the summer at SummerSlam. We will crown a greatest entrance theme of all time. Sounds good. All right. So that was our bonus episode. Um, I'm not sure uh, what we're going to see tonight at the Money in the Bank uh, pod or the Money in the Bank pay per view. I was going to call it the Money in the Bank podcast, <laughs> uh, but I'm not sure we're going to see at the Money in the Bank pay per view. It's going to be so boring. It might be a podcast. I think there's going to be some some stuff that'll be fun. There'll be some stuff that'll be terrible. But one way or another, we'll be back next week to talk to you about it. See you then. Have a good one. Eliminator.